Hey everyone, this is Joe from Thunk Tank Podcast, and I would like to tell you all that winter is coming. Well, actually, it's spring. Anyways, Game of Thrones is coming, and so I'm very excited to finally introduce our very own Thunk Tank Game of Thrones analysis episode going into the final season, season 8 premiere, coming up in a few days. So, if you are not a Game of Thrones fan, I don't know why you're still listening. If you are a Game of Thrones fan and you're not caught up, just want to disclaimer that there are all the spoilers here, especially considering that we make predictions on how the show will end. And I'm pretty confident based on the fact that I have read all the books, I've read a lot of the histories, I have seen way too many YouTube conspiracy videos about Game of Thrones, and our co-casters here as well are very highly versed. So if you're not caught up, maybe stop right now, go do that. And if you like what we have to say, of course, please share our podcast. You can find extras on our website at thunktankpodcast.com. That's thunk with a U. And you can also support us if you feel so inclined at patreon.com slash thunktankpodcast. And if our predictions are right, I feel like you should support us. Help us keep the lights on here and keep bringing you great Game of Thrones predictions. Well, actually, there won't be any more predictions because it's the end of the show, but very excited. And as they say in Westeros, of course, Vala Morgulis. See you in the tank. Attention, humans. This is a thunk tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the thunk tank. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the thunk tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Welcome. Come into our... Come into our thunk tank. Luke, don't switch to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking. And we're thinking. <laughs> and we're thunked. And we're thunked. Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. Now the Game of Thrones cast is live. Thunk tank, thunk 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 thank 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 that's, just, that's the line that says, uh, it's the, the high, I just add high my, Valyrian. I just add my name. You're saying it a little up. too Turkish. I just add my name into really all made-up languages. Yeah, but, but Valyrian is also just I did, made I, up I did say it in a slightly Turkish accent because it's the only non-English language I know. So I, right. I default it's to fair. that. But, that's why I didn't um, bash you for it. I'm just pointing I, I saw it. A, 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 I don't R, know Turkish the, or Valyrian. What's his first name? George R.R. R. Martin? Yeah. I saw an interview today on YouTube. His first name is George R.R. And then Martin. George R. R. And then the last name. Somebody Martin. asked him, like, what do you why do really you kill Ger- off all your Ger- characters? And he said, Valar Morgulis. <laughs> it means all men must die. Yes. So He's we should we should say, just for the record, if you're watching this and you're not caught up with Game of Thrones. If you're watching this, um, good well, luck. Well, we're the so the final season, winter is here. Should we spoiler alert in the intro? That's what I'm saying. Final yeah. final season, we will I guess we'll air this before uh episode one of season eight drops. So if you're not caught up, seasons one through seven spoilers. Yeah, if you're not and ca- predictions for season eight, I know how it ends. So. Hmm. 
you we'll guys see. think it's going to end? I know exactly how it's going to end. I have my whole grand theory, and I, I'm willing to bet on it. That's how confident I am. From reading Ooh, the books bets. to watching the South Park episode to all the crazy conspiracy YouTube videos, <laughs> I, I, I feel confident enough in my research. So, wh- yeah. Le- maybe we'll, I mean, we'll navigate. We'll navigate it however we do, but uh, let's start with incest. Generally, talk about Game of Thrones and then um, maybe throw some predictions for season eight, kind of vibe. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, how do you want to start? You've read all the books, right, Joe? Yeah. So, how about you, Johnny? Have you read the books? I've read the books and and a lot of the histories, too. Okay. I I have not read the books, but I've I've, I've only watched the show and, and sort of gotten into some of the, the the backstory of the books kind of vibe yeah like theories that you could only know from the books and not from the show right because it does divert quite a bit right? and, the, and there are differences some of the theories that you hear about regarding the books don't well they can't necessarily apply to the show because there just aren't the same characters or same even if it's different characters it might it may or may not be the same plot threads you know so does that mean yeah. that some of those sort of well the story's paced a lot differently too in the last season apparently you could travel across Westeros in like a day now even though yeah. it took weeks and months well that that seemed like more of a cheap tv move like they they, they did right. a couple of so, things in season seven that seemed pretty cheap okay so part of i think that's actually worth identifying starting out with because i feel like that also speaks to the degradation of the show over the last couple of seasons when they ran out of book source material but i think it's actually for a better reason than people are giving it credit for so essentially just to recap the books or the material that they take from the books goes up essentially to like season five and it doesn't like some stuff overlaps a little bit differently like it's not all on the same exact timeline as it happens in the books so some stuff they run out of book material about for some characters before others but essentially by season six i think pretty much all the plot lines, they're making stuff up for pretty with, much everybody. But yeah, with but the guidance of, of Martin. Right. So Mar- right. Martin met with them and essentially, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how detailed of an outline he gave them, but they had, you know, obviously lengthy conversations about where the plots go and like, then like obviously l- where it ends, um, right? Big plot ideas, not necessarily right. the details. So the problem with the last couple of seasons and why I think the show was so good up until the last few seasons when they ran out of book material was because I felt like the show was always at its best when you had the best elements of the books expanded upon with the talent of, of the showrunners and whoever else was working on the script. And you Example. see that... what? Example. You want an example? Yes. Okay. Uh, my favorite scene in the show is probably when they're uh, the Hound and Arya are at the inn with the chickens. Yeah. All right. And that scene that gets the whole vibe of their relationship across. Really, it, it well. gets the whole and the world they're in. It, yeah, it gets the whole worldview in about like might is right and like balances of power and perceived power. And just brutality and and all all those really just life being cool a elements. fucking challenge back then. So that I say back then because <laughs> roughly what is the time period like a thousand to well it's medieval well, it's, high it's middle it's ages. Set in the, it's set in the War of the Roses, right? Yeah, Which so is, yeah, it's it's medieval high dark uh, high mid high dark ages. Yeah, high high it? middle ages. The high middle ages, but like yeah. a scene like that. So that scene is taken from from the books. But it's it's a totally different context. Like it's a different situation. It's not the exact same 
situation is in the books and it happens a little differently and the dialogue's totally different like the whole thing with the chickens and everything and i just think that's gold like i think that's that's beautifully scripted and beautifully dialogue because a show is different than a book right yeah. which is fine you have to condense a lot of material and so i i feel like there's a lot of really good situations that they do really well with however by the time you get to season six where you don't have all the details of the book material Dude, spoil it. to draw from, <laughs> it's too late, to draw from and condense and, and pick the parts that you want, you're left with a situation that, let me ask you this, at this point, going into season, season eight, name me the characters that you know of in King's Landing. Cersei. <laughs> Zombie Mountain. That's two. And, and Kyburn. It's three people, and Kyburn right? And the, his little birds. But but that's it. Those are the only three you can name by name, right? So my point being is that if you go back to season you know, one or back when the books were around, you had a litany of characters, and it was so much more rich and complex they, and Yeah, there detailed. were three main plot, plot lines, and yeah. there were rich characters in right. each one. They went into detail about the characters, and yeah. there were intertwining details like right. and Rob so, Stark and his mom. Right. And, and so as he finishes yeah, these all, books, yeah. like there's going to be new characters. Like He's not going to write the last couple books if he does ever finish them, and there's only going to be three he's, characters he's in King, King's Landing. But you see what I mean? So the showrunners couldn't just – they didn't want to clearly just make up new characters to make these like yeah. intricate – plots to sort of fill yeah, things in. Yeah, so that that was definitely a that shift would be too different. that was different from the early because you seasons, have to because right? you don't you don't have those details. So I but feel at the same time they know the ending. They, yeah, well, and I don't I have to say I don't think that he can wrap it up in two books. I don't think I he can either. I say that I say that reading every, having read every Wheel of Time book <laughs> in the Robert <laughs> that's a good, Jordan that's series. That's a good comparison, yeah. Which that was supposed to be that was supposed uh, to be seven. Like a trilogy originally. Oh, it was supposed, and then to, be it was supposed to be seven, and yeah. then it was going to be ten. Yeah. And it ended up being fourteen, and the last three were supposed to be the uh the the eleventh book or the twelfth book. Yeah. And it was so big after he died, the editors and publishers were like, This is insane. This is three one thousand page books. Yeah. And they had to hire another writer to to like parse it down and make it into that. Yeah. Because it, it, this is my one Martin rant I have. I might as well do it here. Yeah, go is for it. He is doing the exact same thing that I saw Robert Jordan do, who wrote the Conan the Barbarian stories. He wrote a lot of stuff under a lot of different pen names because that was his weird thing. He's a really cool guy, but his Wheel of Time yeah. series, he started in the 90s, and he, did the, he fell into the same trap of he's an old guy who finally had some success and it was something he was really into is like, why would I wrap this up? This is my world. Yeah. This is what I enjoy. This is what I get. I am recognized for people enjoy it. Like I feel fulfilled. Why would I try to end this? So you just keep expanding and expanding on it. Yeah. And then he got a terminal diagnosis and just focused on outlining the works. Cause he realized he wouldn't finish them in time. And that's why the last couple of books are at least, um, like they're not they're they're not what you expected or what you like wanted or I'm sure what he wanted but they're at least they they're fulfilling they get they they finish they wrap up this giant 14 book each book is like 500 to 1000 pages yeah too. they're long it's books it's a really long fantasy epic land, fantasy series and i totally see martin doing the same thing he's finally recognized and popular he's old and fat and like not in good shape he's definitely he's, fat why would he, that's why he's working on prequels instead of finishing this series. Well, he's up. not it's that he's, same urge. It's I want to expand this writing, world. Yeah. I don't want to end it. Yeah, he, I don't he's put still a writing on it. I want to. I want it to grow. Yeah, he's so, come, he's come out with a few books. I think since the last Game of Thrones title, 
as he's been working, quote unquote, on the sixth book, Winds of Winter. He's yeah. come out with histories and and prequels, uh, the Duncan Egg story. So he's been doing from a writing, writing perspective, though. Like, but he's not doing what the people want. No, because you, you expect him to do, which is just finish the books. He's never going to finish. Them. I don't think he's he in is his either. 60s. He's it'll take him 20 years to finish. And, and maybe. Yeah. The thing to me that's intriguing, like from the writing perspective, he, when he was asked that question about like, what, you know, about killing off characters, he talked a little bit about Tolkien. And he was like, I found yeah. it kind of cheap that they like killed Gandalf and then Gandalf came back. He's like, Gandalf should have stayed dead. That's a better book. And um, and, and you know, he, like he said, Valor Morgordes as like a joke and then expanded on like why he kills off characters. He's yeah, like, but Gandalf isn't a man. Um, All no, wizards saying, must die is what you mean to say. <laughs> No, yeah, no, no, he's no, a, he's a genie more he, than a, he's yeah. saying like he's a genie with a mandate like, rather than a person <laughs> or a man. He wants his readers to experience lives, right? Like yeah. if you read Game of Thrones or even watching it, you get to experience a bunch of lives, and your life is probably boring compared to any of the ones in Game of Thrones. Well, and you get to experience their tragedies too. Like their there's, tragedies. Yeah, there's no, there's no coming back has from a, a great lot of that. life. Who? I really wish I was living the life of Hot Pie. I like how Hot Pie is the one example of like if you're quiet and just kind of do your I would own love thing. To be Jano Slint. Learn one skill really well and you'll yeah. be okay. Just make pies and like yeah. live in the Riverlands and hope that a war doesn't break out. And well, I guess my that's why he's is, he's a great microcosm for the peasant. It's like, well, I I sow wheat and then I go out and reap it after I pick the weeds all summer. So I'm just going to keep doing that. And hopefully someone doesn't run me down. I'm more valuable doing that than, or like J- Gendry, who's like, "Fuck this! I'm just going to keep blacksmithing until this yeah. comes back to bite me." Well, that's part and of the. He's like, oh, I don't know. That's part of the problem with, with the world, and that will lead into when you're ready. How, how I know that this, how I know the series will end is that point where, like, remember back in season two or three, where they're just torturing people to death, like the mountain and and that other guy, Polliver and the tickler or whatever, and yeah. Tywin shows up and he's like. The fuck are you doing with the rat? Like you, you were, yeah, you were about to torture this black, like Gendry, the blacksmith, to death. Like make him make swords, you fucking idiots. Yeah, like what a waste of talent. They're well, like, so they oh show- yeah, we're just evil megalomaniacs, and he's like, yeah, that's stupid. Like I'm in command now, but that's so inconsistent yeah. in their world. There's no consistency at any given moment. It's a gr- it's a great man na- great man narrative. Which well, uh, it, isn't it sort of just the point is like there's also chaos in that time it's not like there's yeah. a local sheriff that's going to come by and be like whoa 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 well there there there, there could be but there, there th- he'll just rules, he'll just get stabbed the rules are so yeah. large yeah. that they involve like who owns land well and it's so scattered who too. has a claim to a throne and and it's like there is no standing army of westeros yeah. like the, yeah. the, the Feudal, feudalism as a system is like a direct response to the breakdown of like centralized roman authority you had a central government and everything was overran. The rules were uniform. When that falls apart, yeah. you do have to decentralize. Like, okay, I'm the king. What does that mean? It means all the the lords who actually own the land are in charge. What does that mean? It means they give the guys the best food and houses so that they actually go out and murder people. You know what I mean? It's this weird payoff yeah. system that just trickles down. Yeah, it's all about raising armies. Decentralize and- the power until it comes down to. But like when you get into person. the details of like what happens on on a person's day to day life, that's where the fucked up shit enters in, right? And, and there's plenty of it. <laughs> there's no shortage of so it. So, Joe, let it's me ask you this: It's a terrible system. Yeah. Here's a quote I I found of Martin today, because um, I, I I one of the arguments I I've seen a lot of criticism of the show from 
like politically correct type crowd. Especially in the last uh, or the second half of the show's <laughs> life, I think. Yeah, like from when like it got se- popular, <laughs> from like season five on, pretty much. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, say. it was popular way before then, I guess. But yeah, no, uh, I, I just feel the like criticism it's picked up is the last, often like, three, like four well, years. it's it's a fantasy, so why couldn't you inject a more equal outcome of different um, race types into the into the characters, right? It, whether it's the show or the or the um, thing, and so then I read today though that. Martin himself considers it, of course, it's a fantasy category, but it's more of closer to historical fiction than than fantasy. Well, um, so, some of the plot narratives, like certainly, he said, yeah. the tr- quote, the true horrors of human history of human history derive not from orcs and dark lords, but from ourselves. Yeah. And he said that's like his main um, angle when he's trying yeah. to show the horrors of what's happening in this Game of Thrones, like Westeros world right. is that. It's it's not like the magical or the evil. It's not like the Lannisters are Lord Voldemort or something. They're just humans who are power hungry. Yeah. Well, because yeah, fantasy in general is a historical fiction genre. Just because I mean, there's cyberpunk and things like that. You mean like it's like it, a sub genre of historical it, it's, fiction kind it, of? Yeah. Like? It's it's usually people with swords and dragons and you know uh, you know girls running around, princesses and wizards and sorcerers and I love things John's like that. Description. <laughs> running around, and you know. It, it's more yeah, but he is more closer to Knocking historical about fiction. Yeah. And I would say like a Robert Jordan is more historical fantasy. Like you're still riding horses instead of cars. Well, Martin, Martin said the, the rules, the world is less rooted in the human nature right. aspect, like you were saying. Ma- Martin yeah. said originally when he was first working on the series that he almost he was toying with the idea of not having much of any fantasy or fantastical elements in it at all. And in fact, I, I think I saw this interview years ago where he said one of his friends or fellow writers or whatever who read his first one of his early manuscripts uh where like i don't know if the dragons were included or not yet told him oh you have to include the dragons this is awesome you know you don't have to necessarily make it the focal point or what the whole series is about but martin's concern was like he didn't want to lose the the realism of human suffering and and human right. good and versus human evil in terms and, of and for so motivations long, and all of that stuff the lord of light like plot line with this yeah. religion which yeah. is just like um just like any other actual historical, like dualistic religion, right? Um, I thought, like, oh, this is just a belief of humans. Mm-hmm. But then the show actually showed us that no, 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 like this is real. Yeah. In the sense that we sh- we saw the uh, the um um what drawing a blank on the but uh, that's what the, that's the, what the, I- the brother that got murdered by the shadow guy. Um, oh, uh, uh, Renly. Renly. We saw yeah. Renly get murdered. Like, yeah. I'm assuming if we see it in the show, then it happened, right? right. So we well, know the Lord of Light shit, there's something to it. We see the there, dragons. There is something to it, but, yeah. But so that's it's, what it's, I love about the show, because it's not like, oh, the Lord of Light, there's some something to this. There's an answer. I feel better. It, it's, you know, it's still the human nature thing. Like, oh, Jon Snow comes back from the dead. Spoiler. It's like, what was there? Just nothing. It's like, oh, so it's as terrifying as we all thought, but worse because we can't actually imagine it. And he's like, yeah. Well, that's, like, that's oh, one well, of that the doesn't theory- make me feel any better. That's one of the theories. There is a God. Oh, oh the, the one true God is this fire God. Well, I'm still freaking yeah. out about the human condition. Well, that's, that's one of the that's theories. Cool. I, that's one of the theories I read. It's not too- a savior God. Well, that's one of the theories I read too, Johnny, is that the whole Lord of Light thing isn't even necessarily it's people are misinterpreting it as a God. I mean, you can go back to the beginning of season two, for example, with the red comet, which was a big focal point in the second book. And they, yeah, they bring yeah, it up mm-hmm. early in season two and everybody interprets that differently. 
And so that ties into this whole idea about the the Lord of Light and the resurrections and all that and how people are interpreting that as, oh, it's a god, it's the Lord of Light. But one of the theories I I read that I really like is that it's actually just a a phenomena of the the universe they live in. So it's like one of the fundamental forces of their reality that they're uh, tapping so into. So it's not a supernatural no, it's thing. Like, it's a natural thing in Westeros. It's, it's like universe. the electromagnetic force or something. Yeah. It's like it's like an extra. Wait, is bringing people back from the dead or comets? Maybe. Like or magic in general. Well, I mean, magic, magic, magic in general, general is there. There, like, the, in other like words, it, it could be qua- like it could be scientifically the of proved. their day could yeah. could come up with a exactly. theory that explains it because right. it's consistent and right. follows a set of rules. Right, or and that's part of the problem is how it's so, increased, it's waned and waxed. Like they say that, like, oh, magic has come back into the world. There may be I factors in their that. universe that are causing that, so it just seems like it's totally magic, but it, there but is there's actually... there's no deity behind it. Right, exactly. Or consciousness behind it. Because, like, yeah. Jon Snow says, like, oh, yeah, I died, there's nothing. Like, there, there was, like, Didn't the dog less than say nothing. that, too? The dog? Didn't he, in, in the cave or something? He, you mean the hound? The hound, sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, the, the wolf. <laughs> no, no, no. The, didn't the hound say that, too? Didn't he die and come back? Uh, no, he no, killed... not him. He, uh, he killed... Um, uh, Beric Dondarrion. Oh, and then Beric came back. Yeah, right? and Beric's like terrified at this point because he's died like six. They times. were in that cave. They were fighting for yeah, the death. Yeah. Right? And he's oh, just like, what's the line he says? He says every time a little bit less of you comes back. Yeah. And then he's like, I've died seven times. And you're like, shit. You're just like a shell of a dude at this point. Right. Yeah. It's like Voldemort uh, who split his soul up. He's I, not. I want to real... get into the. I want to get into the magic concentration in their world because I feel yeah. like throughout the show and the books. Which is why I think it's a thing when it, it carries over into both. Yeah, is uh, the that the maesters are somehow suppressing magic that they had something. To that's do a big. That's a big theory the in the books. Yeah, wiping them out and suppressing the magic in Westeros, and that's why like the magicians in Karth were able to control their little organization because the, yeah. the old town doesn't reach that far. And that's far also the, they uh, talk about that with the Doom of Lyria too. How like they might have been involved in that too. Right, it's, are these maesters like a weird science cult? Right, that that think that they should control things. So it, it could um, be a conspiracy of like highly intelligent people that they're like, let the Lannisters fight the Starks and all that shit. We're in control of the real but we power. See, but we see in season seven, at least according to the show, that the maesters really—it's—it's it's almost like you're talking, or we've talked about in previous episodes, right? How people want to think that there's a grand conspiracy, and then when you see. The Maesters talking and Samwell's like, oh, yeah, we have to, like, defend the wall. Like, the Night's Watch is telling you that the Army of the Dead is coming. And they're just like, yeah, we're not too worried about it. It sounds made up. We have other issues right now. Is it that, though? Or maybe it's like, let's say I'm a materialist right now and somebody tells me, you know, like, the devil's coming, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Like, sounds like you're crazy. But you're and also could it not. Could like that? Could they be so, like, but you're not scientific al- or materialist? But you're that- also not in control of the New World Order. Which they they may or may not actually. Be. That's what we I mean. Know, Maybe right? they're not. In in the case yeah. that they're not, their skepticism towards the White Walkers could be like that's impossible. Dead things can't can't you know walk around. Well, right. there's there's something from I think it's the huh? end of the fourth book. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with our state. Really? Uh, oh, I think I hit the wrong button. <laughs> that really, um, it, uh, folks. Johnny um, is he transitioning uh, into genie mode already? <laughs> Johnny did something weird <laughs> with yet. his camera and it freaked no, me out. Uh, yeah. th- there's in one at the end of one of the books. Samwell's like lurking around Old Town, and he finds a piece of dragon glass with a beam of light suspended or something. There's so much weird shit uh, in the books it, that you don't it, get it looks in the like show. it's shooting light off of the dragon glass and reflecting onto something. And I wonder if the Mazers are like hiding this secret 
knowledge and things that they can actually use to fight the white oh i see i see what if you make valyrian steel by by uh you know forging dragon glass with metal or something that's my you you know that's valyrian steel so good by the way that's my theory too it's like a weird damascus steel but in their universe's rules but i i think i got you so it's just stronger that's it well no that's been my theory is that because valyrian steel in the shows it can at least um kill white walkers that's why when John so was dragon getting glass, his ass right? kicked, the, well, I what, think it's forged with, the, with dragon glass. What was the amazing Because oh. that's something that you would do historically. You could put like different elements or minerals into steel as you forged it. So the and, theory and is sort that, of infuse it in the mixture as right. It so the theory is that's what they do with Valyrian steel, or that's what they did was they infused it with dragon glass, which would make yeah. sense. Can oh, you talk dirty Damascus to me in Dothraki, Joe? Well, it's, it's cool that he, that's, a, that's another thing that he picked up. Oh, from, I, fuck! Uh, I forget it. I used to know how to say that my son, the moon, the stars thing in Dothraki. Cool, in Dothraki, yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I, I, well, they modeled it after Turkish, so I like learned something oh, in Dothraki. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Anyways, what, what, were you, what were you saying, Johnny? Uh, what were we just talking about? <laughs> you were talking about the, like the Meisters being in control of like. Did you just call them Meisters? What are they called? Meisters. Oh, Damascus Meisters? steel was stronger than iron because it was like a carbon-rich steel. Right. That's what the ripples are in it. Right. But it's actually kind of brittle compared to modern steel th- that you can make. But at the time, it was super advanced. So right. it would make sense that what was the episode where they are trying to evacuate the people north of the wall and they get oh, attacked hard in a little. Hard home. That was an amazing episode. That's such a good episode because it comes out John, of nowhere. Yeah, and John's That's the getting point, his isn't ass it? kicked. Yeah. Well, what, the st- really the start of the war, but John's yeah. getting his ass kicked by this White Walker, and then he just holds his sword up in time, and yeah. it rings when the White Walker weapon hits right. it, and he looks at him like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because he hasn't run into that yet because right. there's no Valyrian steel north of the wall. It's right. too valuable. There's to no steel, right, right, and the right. steel that is won't work. That's so interesting. So, but. The fact that dragon glass is the only other thing that can damage them or their weapons or whatever, it makes sense that since iron and steel on itself can't, but Valyrian can. Yeah, uh, it, it's probably a combination of the two. So hopefully Samwell or the Maesters do wake up and they're like, "Oh, we have these like Maester guns that like shoot." But they have very little time at this point. Like they do. They probably. But they have a lot of space. You know, like the White Walkers mm-hmm. want to conquer can the we, whole world. Can we talk they White Walkers? To, for even a if they took White Walkers don't stop walking and they're already through the wall. Like it's gonna. I think I did the math. Like, yeah, they don't. They don't sleep at night. They don't. Well, they don't you, need. No they don't way. need to camp and like if recover. You ca- if you calculate the distance from Eastwatch to Winterfell, I think it's like. A two-week march nonstop. And in season like, seven they, time, that's like one day. Yeah, <laughs> it was like twelve seconds. But they don't do well in the heat, so they have to wait for winter. That's what they've been waiting for. It's a long winter, isn't it? The White Walkers, like they were waiting for. Yeah. There's such a long summer. They know this is their winter because it's going to be a right. Well, yeah, I mean, was, but they've a, been gone for thousands summer. of years. I think. It was a that, well, let's talk. Let's talk Isn't White the Walker fight going to end up? Isn't the fight going to end up being outside of King's Landing? Like no, it's going to be outside. Of, so the way it's well, going to the, the no preview, the season eight fall. previews no. showed the White Walkers at Winterfell. The, 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 the so the basically right. no the, way they can protect it. No, the breakdown of how it's going to go down essentially is that so it's six episodes, and the first three episodes are primarily going to be them preparing. Well, the first two episodes, and then the big like it's going to be Jon Snow and um uh. Oh my God. Well, there's a lot Khaleesi of Khaleesi showing up. Well, there's a lot of reunions. There's a lot of preparation, and then the third episode is the big battle outside of Winterfell with the White Walkers. How that turns out, nobody quite 
you know, obviously that's all speculation. Even at walking speed, you got a couple of days from the wall to Winterfell, right? No, that's what I mean. I think it's like Even a yeah, because walking they, they walk when they're in their they're normal slow, yeah. like non-charging thing. They're, they're like step, step. Yeah, step, it's got to waste step. a lot of magic, but, but they're to, constant. To that's sprint, the thing. They're yeah. constant. Yeah. Now here's my my Brutal. my main question about the White Walkers to you that have read the book. What is um. What are the rules? What, um, what are the rules? Are what the is the rules? night night king's motivation goal? So I think why he's a is weapon. he doing what he does? According, what is he? according to the show, it's not so. the The show explains more of that than the books because the books obviously only got up to a certain Meaning point. Showing like the baby getting well. So in the show, remember they show the scene with the children of the forest and how they put the. They tie the, that guy up to the they tree. They put the dragon glass. So in that's the, the Night King. Yeah, that was it. That was that a Stark, act, by the way. Wasn't that guy a Stark? Well, that's a good question. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't know that. I mean, probably. Well, so, so he became the Night King after getting stabbed. That's the Night King, and so the theory is that they the the children of the forest were losing their war with the men at the time, the humans, and so they decided to try to create a super weapon basically they went with the nuclear option they went nuke no they did and then they went nuclear and then that went so bad because that just started killing everybody that they had to wind up fighting with the men and And they got wiped out in the process yeah they still they they, they still pretty much lost but yeah they got they created something they they kind of exactly yeah and it's sort of like they got what they deserved, but that doesn't do humans any good because now they're going to kill all the humans too. Well, they're going to kill every. I mean, they kill animals too. Like you see that north of the wall, they kill. You got to like, wonder too. Polar bear that turns. They just slaughter them. Why not? There well, are everything. a lot of big every forests thing. in Westeros. You don't think there's any children hiding out in those forests still? I think the only place. I mean, may- there could be a few. <laughs> may- maybe the Isle of Faces, if you're familiar with the book, that might be mm-hmm. one place. Uh, maybe the um, the neck where the the Kragomen live the, yeah you the don't reeds, you don't think they've stored like they plan and store dragon glass at these points they put all their eggs in the the wall basket well i i know I, I think the ones we still north don't of the even wall understand how it. the magic of the wall worked is there some way you can recreate it somewhere else or on a battlefield well they don't even know who built castle, the wall really. maybe they don't even understand right. the magic at this point yeah but there was there was claims of it being magic maybe there was a battle where something happened that just really made it seem magical and or maybe something magical did happen, but maybe that sort of is like a wave pattern, just like the solar cycles of the sun or something. Well, the weird and it comes at yeah. weird times, the, and it's been gone yeah. for well. This is like we were saying with years, the fluctuation. So now nobody really yeah, believes the fluctu- it anymore. The fluctuation of magic's potency in their world is a fluctuation. I still think the maesters are affecting that somehow. I think the maesters. Well, that could be a theory. Might be for involved. Sure. Yeah, it's hard to say, and this is where he gets into. There, there are just so many. There's so many rabbit holes that you can go down with some of these theories, right? Where well, I mean, like, and for the a books, fact, there's Daenerys can't get burned. That's just a thing she has genetically in their world. Well, she's not capable of being burned. So right? far, that, that's, she's been she's fired been a few, a few times. Few right? fires. I've, yeah. I've heard conflicting uh, answers from George R. R. Martin on that because originally he claimed that that the whole thing where she goes into the pyre in season one or book one and she comes out and that's why she's you know Khaleesi the unburnt whatever. Uh, Mother of Dragons. He, he described that as a miracle, that that was like a one-off thing. But then the eggs that ha- protect her? But then that happens again in later the on show. in season six or whatever, whatever it was, uh, where she you know takes out the entire Dothraki hierarchy essentially because she knows that she has that power. So at least in the in the show, it is a superpower of hers, but it's unclear if it's 
in the, in never, the books, it's unclear. They never develop it in the sense that we know, like, does she really have it? Yeah. Like many times when she was confidently, when she was confidently getting her dragons back from that like fucking wizard guy in the tower. Oh God, the warlocks. The warlock. Those guys are creepy as shit. Honestly, I thought I she fucked up, and I was like, the first time I saw yeah. it, I thought, oh, she's fucked up. Like she thought that she could beat warlocks. That, that um, <laughs> she had some kind of blue destiny that yeah. was like already set out for her. And I have some time tra- travel questions about it for you too, Joe. But Ooh. like I, I one of the things Ooh. I loved about Jar- uh, Martin's like um, policy. George, are you gonna say George? I was about to say George. Good old George. Mar- at the same George, time. George. George Martin. He writes a damn good book, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? Uh, I, I, a rip roaring tale, if I tell you. Dragons and titties and, and some magic, too. Oh, yeah. I think that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> what if we did our Game of Thrones episode just in like Minnesotan accents? <laughs> oh, yeah. That bad. Uh, you know, that Night King, he's no good. No good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. The fact Go that he's willing to kill off any character means that in any scene you're actually excited to watch it. In The Walking Dead, I'm not pretty I'm pretty sure they're not going to kill off Rick. My shoe just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's why the show was good early on because they would kill off people. Yeah. But but they kind of And and it kind of cheaped out on that. Did. I think because it got popular, maybe too many executive top-down bullshit at HBO. Because, like, I know the the reason Martin said yes to them, I read a story that apparently when he was, like, making the final decision uh, whether to turn this into, let them turn it into a show, he asked them both at the table, he's like, who is Jon Snow's mother? And, like, because they answered it, he knew they really read his book. Right, they're actually fans. Yeah. Yeah, right. But didn't he also, like, years ago tell them when they realized the books weren't going to... Because by season three or four, they knew the books weren't going to catch up. Well, they knew the show would outpace it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's what I mean. Didn't they oh, sit down? You and he's like, oh, like tell us. You got to tell yet? us the ending. Why don't we own HBO? Yeah, yet? Got, Wait, this is not the Disney. You got to tell us the ending. <laughs> like so Chance of Like Chance. You got to tell us it so we can do it first. And right. he was like, okay. And he kind of gave him the outline for like how the story ends. Here's don't the one thing I don't like about that. I understand people are writing a story in their head. But I would imagine as a writer, there's there's got to ha- you if you know you've already committed to it going in a direction. What if one day you're at the beach and you wrote Joe like chapters seven through nine and you knew that that this person was going to stay alive, right? Because you really didn't want to kill him. And then you're at the beach one day and like you have that feeling in your mind where you totally change your mind about something and you go, you know what? I am going to kill him. And now you can right. change your book and kill someone that you wanted to save or something. He'll limit himself because like. You sometimes make that decision at the level of typing it. Oh, you mean because the show's going to go ahead? Because the show will go ahead oh, and no, because he already told them? Oh, no. He said he said already that- This the is sh- a separate art form? Yeah. He said the show is going to end, or he said the, the ending, the final place is, is going to be very similar, but he said getting there in some cases is totally different. I got you. Because he said he doesn't so know- So he might change a lot along the way. He, and he, he said that he's not going to let the show, how the show decides to treat the ending, he, he said he's not going to let that dictate how he does it. So it's now a separate, it's a separate 
I think it. Art now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I think it, it pretty much is after like. Whereas something five. like Harry Similar, Potter, though, th- there's, with, there, yeah. it's obviously just like a pretty sh- strict correlation. Just like obviously, you can't put every detail in. Right. This seems to be more like The Walking Dead, where you 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 stuck very close to the main thread for a while. Yeah, and then it kind of just randomly drifts. Well, that's as the it pro- goes. that's the problem with The Walking Dead is that it drifts so far that it's just garbage at this point. Well, you can drift, and then you have to take over the good the storytelling Dead. yourself. Yeah, The Walking right? Dead didn't do but that. But it seems as far like as The concerned. Walking Dead didn't hire any good writers, or they had too many shitty people with too much power making decisions about like yeah. what to do. Like, oh, I we're wonder ta- if we could like make Rick come back alive, though. But they they they, like some- they fell in <laughs> they fell into so many issues. Like, I mean, as far as I read, the reason why they oh well, spoiler alert if you have not caught up with Walking Dead. No, this we're just gonna put like a spoil. Let's everything, just, everything fantasy. The intro is going to be me <laughs> saying spoiler alert go. in slow okay. motion. So the reason why minute. they killed off Carl in Walking Dead was because of a scheduling conflict, which is an insane reason to kill off. Who, you know what who that means, comics... though? That the story is not important to them. That it's no. just it's a game of yeah. us wanting to know what We're happens. We're not going to stop production because of one person. This is too big of a machine. We we'll exactly. just write him out. That's not unreasonable. But but in the in the, co- in the comics, Johnny. Story, I mean, though, you've read the comics, right? Yeah, it's 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 really about Carl. I know Carl. Back. Carl essentially is he's the main the character, main character. Yeah. Yes, or I think he will be by the end of the show or by the end of the comics. So I was just like, "Fuck this! I'm not watching this show anymore. This is just garbage at this point." You know, they're sacrificing quality of the story for the sake of just nominal. As far as I'm concerned, like not the right reasons, right? Yeah. And so I think you see that to some extent with Game of Thrones. I think you're right. Where there's some characters at this point that. I, I'm kind of confident aren't going to die, but I feel that same way in the book too. And I, I feel like the difference is that new characters, again, coming back to that point that new characters haven't been introduced to can die off. Right. Yeah. So it almost feels at this point, like so many characters are protected, you know, to, to put that's it that way. That's true. That's... I think the show will kill a lot off. No, I think they will, but like, anyway. but like, I know they won't kill Tyrion. Like, I guarantee you Tyrion doesn't die. Well, they that, can't kill him. He's going to give the quippy wrap-up at the end of the whole that's show. That's what I was trying to say, and people <laughs> complained about that, ruins, that it changed know? because in the beginning seasons, you really did believe, like, oh, I get the rules. Anyone can die. Yeah, no. And you know what it does? It I makes agree. it feel more like real life. Yeah. Because that's what real life is like. Yeah. If you're walking down a dark alley and you... And, and and you're you know like something sketchy yeah. is going down you don't think to yourself but I'm the hero of this story so I can't die well the you great, think oh shit I might die I gotta well the get great thing here. about Game of Thrones too as the way that they do it is that up until the end of season one or towards the end of book one you, you're not cont- you're not totally sold on the idea that anybody can die once Ned Stark dies you realize oh shit anybody can die they throw it right in your face yeah and then that because he's the main character he's definitely the main character up until that point and once you realize that all of a sudden everybody's game right like of course anybody so this is the thing we've we've talked about this before the you know good times create or hard times create great men and great men create good times good Good times times create weak men men. soft men create bad times that thing yeah they were in a they were right at the end of a trend of a a great man time of well, a great man a gr- time. A great time. And yeah. they went into a bad times. But hasn't all the low-hanging fruit died already, pretty much? Like, you have to be really good at making pies or killing to be alive still. So, of course, people aren't dying as often until the zombies come. Right. Yeah, But, but maybe the zombies coming is exactly what creates another generation of great men, right? But, but That's I'm just the saying, unified like, challenge you, you, you that all humans must face. I, Unless I you're Cersei. Think, I, I do think Walking Dead is right. guilty of she what we're talking about. Walkers. 
I don't think the show is quite doing it as much, so much as they've they've whittled it down so much to like the competent people because they still die now and then. But it's it's so usually you're saying like a time we shouldn't expect to see the same death rate at the beginning it's versus random. towards the yeah. end. Yeah, so many people you have, have more died resistant off. people still still alive. No, no, you'll see them, but there's just. There's just so many people have died off already. There's less yeah. players. Well, I, th- I think it's who run into each other but, to die. But I off. think I think it just seems it's seems... also we're talking about the two most popular zombie shows on television. But, I just want to point. But that I think out. that could be the name of the cast. That's true. Uh, don't call them zombies. Martin will get really mad at you. He hates it when people right. call him zombies. Un- no, that's like a pet, all right, that's Martin, like a, calm down. That's like no, I'm serious. That's call like a pet walkers. peeve of him. He's like they're whites. They're walkers. No, he calls them whites, but. Um, no, I think you're right, Johnny, but my, my only other point with that is that I think it just seems more like that because new characters, and I think there's no other way to address it. Cause like I said, it sort of doesn't make sense to just invent new characters to fill, fulfill these like, you know, gaps that are now missing. It's like, there should still be some sort of small council or something like that. Like there still should be these other sort of like, well, like wh- where are the other houses? We know that they still exist. But the the people who rule those houses, they use the Tarleys as like the example of the the oh the other houses now that are in play now that all these other houses have fallen apart. There should be a ton more. Yeah, like they're there. They there's even no say, time to go through them. Right, all. there's no time to go through it, or they don't want to take the time to do it. And fair enough, because but but if you, you don't really want to it reference it, you there's a way to like reference. There might like, be. Hey, we're looking at the Tyrells, but like obviously they're part. Like in a dialogue, somebody could say, "Like, what about the thirty other whatever?" You know, like yeah. there's ways there's you hundreds can of make us feel yeah. the size of things. You know, right? Yeah, it, it sort of feels smaller in that sense in some ways, and it, and it sort of feels rushed. But it's like, what else can you do once you surpass the book material? You don't have that that depth to source from. Yeah, exactly. So you make your world not as deep. I guess, right? Well, that's what it comes down to, and that's why... It becomes more like a TV show instead of Well, there's a a reason why last season was seven episodes and this season is six episodes. And last season was was the first time watching Game of Thrones, I thought to myself, that felt cheap. Yeah. Like, there were too many scenes that I I felt like I was watching a Marvel movie and not Game of Thrones. Like, even the way they shot it changed, you know? Yeah, it's much more, like, uh, like cinematic in terms of... It's cinematic, yeah. Yeah, the the breadth of it. Whereas in the beginning, it was so clearly... um, it was. It felt more like a play. Like you were. You're just brought into the situation and the dialogue. Well, it's so it's so complex. Like the, yeah. Oh, all like the the dancey features. Well, there's know? no more manipulation. It's like the last manipulator, really, or not the last one, but the big one. Baelish uh, supposedly is dead. Oh, so. dude, listen to this quote I found about Baelish. Yeah, he is. He's totally dead, isn't he? Uh, there's well, theories about that. Um. Somebody was talking about Baelish. Uh, Who's the guy without the dick? The bald guy who's the spy? You're going to have to be way more specific. Bald guy in King's Landing without a dick. Way more uh, Varus, the spider. Varus. The spider. So the spider was talking to um, somebody and and talking about how dangerous Lord Baelish is. And he said he he would see this country burn if he could be king of the ashes. Eh, I don't know about that. That's about right. But I mean that's such a oh, great I I, l- I so. love the uh the way of phrasing is it, that. Is that from the book or the show? That's from the show. From the show. Um I don't know if it's if that line is said in the book, but I just love the the sort of implication of that. It's like he's so he doesn't have like a a, a sort yeah. of a high aiming moral goal here. Yeah. No, like, he is the moral center. It's about Yeah, him. and yeah. He, and as long as he becomes king even if that means having no kingdom, which he doesn't even think to himself that means you aren't king if there's not a it's kingdom. Very, it's very white walkery. <laughs> very night kingy, right? Well, I mean that's how the night king 
kind of that's a good question too like if the night king did win right and took over all of the world what would he what would he do isn't that that always the question it's like yeah it's the it's like whenever you chase after a goal like that and define meaning by achieving a goal then it's like okay because it certainly yeah it's what happens when you well the problem is it doesn't seem about the to be about the journey for the night king you know what i mean like he's not having a great time conquering well maybe he is that what most of i don't know maybe all the all the humans have to what if all the humans had to do is cut all the god's woods down cut all the weirwoods down in the night king all right i just really hated those children of the forest things i'm done I think he was created to wipe out humanity, so that's what he's going to do, to wipe out humanity. But, but doesn't that make him seem like not a conscious being? He's a killer robot. Like no, a he's human, a killer robot. But, but he's more like something in nature. Like a snake is not thinking, oh boy, I have to like yeah. go kill that thing. It right. just is killing. I right. I don't think there's a subjective like separation from its actions. Right. The idea with humanity the in general is The snake doesn't have a long-term plan. We became self-aware. Right. We, be, we know we exist. And I we can plan ahead. I'm a, I'm I mean, there's no reason to creature. think that I can can't speak. speak. Why is we there no reason? Seen him? Like he could just start talking to Jon Snow. Man, I'm going to take your castle, and you'd be like, "Whoa!" By shit, the way, that guy why talk? hasn't he killed Jon Snow? <laughs> what do you he mean? He hasn't needed to. He, ha- he hasn't had a chance. When would he have killed him? I think he had a few, had a few chances. chances. When? Uh, various times in the show, he's the fucking Night King. He could have just threw a fucking dragon spear at Jon Snow. Oh my god that that episode! What was that? Uh, the that's the, so bad. The penultimate episode. One of the worst episodes I've ever seen. Swim back up with all it's that so bad. armor and heavy fur. You know how heavy fur is. Imagine when it's covered in frozen well, water. It was also like cheap when they water? jumped into the river with fucking uh, the Kingslayer. Oh, it, when they uh, when uh, what's his name? Jamie's gonna. Jamie's gonna die, and they yeah. jump into this lake, and now guess they're magically hap- alive. Guess what, guess what happens like, when no. you jump into a river in full armor? You drown. You drown. Yeah, guarantee you, you drown, you drown. quicker than if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, you probably drown. I'm, I'm not a scientist, but I'm gonna say that definitively. If you jump into a body of water and can't swim, and you do it in a suit of I, armor, I love how and they can swim. You'll die fast. I love how the next episode yeah, you'll just get tired, and, and the, you'll the next episode of that oxygen. starts where they pop out of the water, like. Clearly, like a mile downstream, so they've just been holding their breath. Apparently, and but running they were along by a the bottom, like a, being overtaken, sprinting by along the bottom like a hippo. Dragons, yeah. And they jumped and, into a river, and and somehow floated far enough so that nobody knows where they are, and, then, and they're fine. And then they just walk to King's Landing, and nobody finds them on the way. And you ever see there. a hippo run along a riverbed? Huh? Hippos, they run. They don't swim. They run along the bottom of the river. So Jamie Lannister oh, yeah. is a hippo, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's same, your grand theory. Same, same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe exactly. it was the Lord of Light kept him alive. Well, uh, maybe the Lord of Light or the real. drowned god didn't want him, or the drowned god didn't want him to die. Yeah, that's true. But There's that's a, a drowned god. But that's what I mean. Like even so, as for what we were saying earlier about how fewer characters have been dying off too. Like I thought in that episode, the the Field of Fire episode, whatever, where da- uh, Daenerys's dragons attack the. Um, the Lan- Lannister caravan or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that uh, Bronn totally should have died in that episode because he's about to get flamed by the dragons, and then he just jumps off the platform that gets dragon fire exploded and is fine. Um, Here's the problem I have. It's like... He should have... He totally should have died there. He's, he's a great character, right? He's, he's one of my favorite characters, but, like, he's they're not killing off characters. Drinking, the, drinking ale. There's like, no consequences anymore. And then, like, it's like the horn goes off, King's Landing's getting invaded, and yeah. he's he's right into battle mode. He's yeah. probably a little drunk, but he has kind of that, like, fuck it attitude that's, like, really cool. Yeah. You know? 
But the thing that would be respectable is to actually show him die. That's what I mean. Like Because it's funny for a person like that to be lucky. That's pretty funny. Right. But it doesn't actually work out like that. And for the show, I, I think this is what I was really respecting about the whole Valor Margoles, like like I, like the way he said it too in this interview, he he seemed to be saying it as if like that's the underlying like theme of my my approach to this is mm. that like yeah. it's about reality and in reality yeah. it's not this like fun way to live out the story. Well, it's not contrived. It's, it's a either. really like yeah gruesome way to live out this well, story, that's but like, that's reality. And and that's my point. Like so that was an episode where I was like they contrived that he didn't yeah. die. Like yeah, he it's not die- Star Wars. That well, that that's Luke what it's, Skywalker doesn't die. Well, that's what it's feeling it's more Luke and more Skywalker. like. Or or the penultimate episode last season where they're stuck on that stupid rock in the middle of that stupid lake. They, they should have all died. They, most of them no, should have torches. died in that episode. They should have all died. Most of them should no, have the, died in the that ice, episode. Man, John should have died. Well, I don't know if John should have died, but I feel like like more than just Thoro should have died because it has no meaning. It has it's like all right, you lost the dragon, like that's the big consequence, but there's no human loss really. It's like Thoros died. Nobody having gives said a shit all about of that Thoros. though, talking about time and and destiny and all this shit, do you think it's just that there's just a deterministic timeline in this show? Some people clearly have like access to it in in a sense, you know, like so. This is um, the time we start talking about it. Hodor, right? Well, oh, Hodor shit, that's right. and because and Hodor exists. Uh, oh, you're not up to that yet. Shit, we can't talk about Hodor. Oh yeah, you haven't seen season six, have you? Damn. Oh no, no, I know everything that happens. Hodor. I I've read everything that happens. Can I just say one thing about about Hodor? Because uh, he exists in a nightmare. Wait, I have something loop. to say about him. Hodor. Well, well the one thing about Hodor <laughs> is that is that um, Hodor. I think the the Hodor? show the showrunner said that. And this is the crazy thing. Like, I don't quite get this, but they claim that there's three holy shit moments in the series. And they say that the three holy shit moments, I would have thought Red Wedding would be one of them. But they said, I think that's a pretty fair. Well, they said the three of them are are Hodor. Let me guess Hodor, you find out about John and Daenerys. Nope. They said it. Lyanna thing. They said it was Hodor. It was when Stannis burns his daughter to death on a stake. And. Hmm. They said yeah, the third the third one hasn't Spoiler happened. Spoiler alert. They said the thir- they said the third one hasn't happened yet. They said there's a third there's a third holy shit moment. But there's when you a think third, about the like ho- character betrays your expectations. Right. But yeah. when you think about the fact that the Hodor thing is on that list, it's like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? So I think it's gonna be some crazy shit with Bran. Bran's gonna do something insane. Hodor. And you're gonna be like And he's gonna be like, it has to be this way. Right. And I think Hodor That's is what kind I mean. of we, the, we the fucking know. Avengers. Yeah, Hodor is kind <laughs> of the, the prelude to like some even way crazier shit Bran's gonna wind up doing. That's what we, I think. Yeah, we already know you can get caught in a time loop because yeah. Hodor spends his whole life in a, in a loop. Mo- the majority of his life experiencing the moment just after or during his own death, which is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Essentially. Because he, when he's trying to hold the door and he's yelling, everyone knows this, spoiler alert, he's yelling, hold the door, <laughs> hold the door. Because yeah. that's the last thing he's hearing. So Dude, he that just was, keeps repeating that was it. Such a and as his consciousness scene. fades, it fades to the single syllable Hodor. So he lives to 14 
and then gets caught in that loop, right. that like endless loop of now I'm going to live the rest of my life till I'm an old person, and then as I die, I snap back into that 14 year old right. body, and then I live like an unconscious life where I can just repeat this word Hodor, and yeah. just so you you're only like that's a terrifying. That was one of the most tragic episodes. Yeah. I had to get ice oh, cream after far. I saw that episode. Yeah, I, that I one literally ice cream have to do it. I don't know. I said like, a lot of the physical torturey <laughs> stuff because like yeah. you know you just look away, or you're just not into it. It's not you know. I don't know. That Hollywood. episode was just it, like it fucked me up so, like but really hard and i was just like that one was rough like me me and my sister saw it and i was like I, I let's just go do something we went and got italian ices <laughs> that sounds awesome yeah you uh so definitely bran because the the dude in the tree i forget his name the the, the three-eyed raven yeah. steve. the original one steve <laughs> steve, steve in the tree. tree steve yeah tree steve he uh he he steven. knew it I was mean, gonna happen yeah treven like he he's like yeah you're not ready it's gonna come too soon well that happens he's like what can we do he's like ah, this well there's all the other theories like that like there's all these theories that bran is actually the three-eyed raven there's theories that bran is the night king that he wargs into like you know people and gets trapped in his own loop like that. So there's all sorts of theories, and I think I think there may be like because he of can them. warg through time. He did. Yeah, it with I think Hodor. I, I don't know which That's one. Nuts. But I I think there's some credence maybe to some of those. Like I could see I could see one of those crazy brand theories wind up being true. I just don't know which one. Honestly, it's too early to tell. Yeah, but I think there's going to be some crazy brand. Mister, I can tell you the fuckery. ending. Uh, do you want to know the ending? Let's end yeah. on that. So. This is how. So let me start by saying, who I think will win the Game of Thrones. Do you know who I think will? Well, who's going to sit Wait, on the, the Iron Game of Thrones? Throne? Who's going to wind up on I the Iron Throne? Oh, uh, Gary Gergage. Gary Gergage. What? Who do you think? Steve Carell. <laughs> Steve Carell. So in fact, my prediction. <laughs> They're going to really introduce a weird character next season. <laughs> They're going to totally lot, throw these. It's going to be Michael Scott. <laughs> Mike, imagine Michael Scott in Game of Thrones universe. The Lord of Dundee comes along yeah. and uh, invades the <laughs> And he's Westeros. just like, come yeah. on, guys. It was a joke. And they're just like, kill him. And he dies. That's it. <laughs> and he just so, like, he's annoying. Somebody eats kill him in a stew him. or they something. They cut off his yeah. fingers and, yeah. It's just brutal. He would be killed within a week. He would be killed within a day. <laughs> within, like, 50 minutes. Um, would you, would you rather so become Michael Scott in Game of Thrones universe? Or <laughs> Liam Nielsen in, in Blue's Clues? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Wait, am I am I the dog as Liam Nielsen? No, you're, you don't give me the clues. You the I'm gonna it's have you to kill you. It's you and Blues, and you gotta sing as Liam Nielsen. <laughs> you just figured out Blues. So anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna sit in my chair and think of a way to beat that bastard with a bike lock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's, that's him doing loose clues, <laughs> being violent. <laughs> I time. think that's a genius idea. Anyone listening, please feel free to gold, run Jerry, with gold. that idea. Uh, bring it to yeah. HBO, even. <laughs> it's, uh, it's something. So I think that in fact, the person who will sit on the throne, the Iron Throne, at the end, will in fact be no one. And the reason I think this is there won't be an empire. No, I think I think I think they're going to win. They're going to beat the White Walkers. Whatever. And I think Cersei's going to be defeated. I actually I have a whole theory on that, Johnny, which I'm not too sure yeah. about. But so essentially, I think that she's going to get defeated. And and long story short, Daenerys is going to realize after like because I agree with you that I think many many characters are going to die in this last season, and I think Jon Snow is going to be one of them too. And I think she's going to realize that 
It's yep. cool. He already did what he had to do. He made a baby. Well, that's the only. Paris. Yeah, that's the only reason he he came back. Like they say explicitly, like why do you think the Lord of Light brought you back? It's to kill the Night King. Once the Night King's dead, he's done his job. Like he's impregnated his aunt and he defeated evil. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, like he, he has no huh. reason to to go on. So I think she's gonna realize much like she did in Marine because the way that she left Marine was she left it in charge of a council of elected people. Like she says, like oh, the people will choose their leaders. It will be fair. Like you know, the the it probably works out great, right? The second sons, uh, you know, you keep things in order, whatever. And they reference it. Tyrion references it last season when he talks about like, well, you say you can't have kids. You have to choose a line of succession. The only options that he mentions are democracies. He mentions the Ironborn, who have a, a council of the their lords who then right. elect somebody. He mentions the Night Watch that has a direct election. Yeah. So he doesn't mention any sort of hierarchical, like patriarchal or, you know, hereditary order of succession. He only mentions democracies. So I feel like that's how it's going to end. Well, it's gonna even though end her, her legal claim sort of as to the throne is... And burning, like, burning the Iron Throne. Is, I think they're going to melt it down. It's bullshit because that's, yeah, that's she can't enforce it legally. She can only enforce it with power, which would be her real claim to the throne, which she knows is, is not going to outlive her. The way it didn't even Robert Baratheon, and he had supposed heirs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe she will figure it out. Be like, you have seven kingdoms. You elect. Maybe the small council will just be. It's almost <clears> like they're showing yeah. seven lords, one the, from each kingdom. The progression from way, like, like a, a simple court. hierarchy like that yeah. to like something more complex, like a democracy. Yeah. And it makes sense. She's, I mean, that's she's, how Parliament got started, right? All the lords getting together or well, sending representatives to get. Well, together. they just realize like, hey, this is a cycle of continually and she's not and, working. So key word there, cycle. She says when she meets Tyrion back in season five or six or whatever. Well, I want to break the. Wheel, she wants right. to break the wheel. She wants to break the cycle. She says, on and on it goes. And he says, like, yeah, like, you know, people have wanted to stop the wheel. Like, you know, you're not the first person. She's like, no, I want to break it. And it's like, well, what else do you mean other than destroying this whole system where, yeah, she... She, she means kill everybody. Well, she... I, I mean, In other words, kill enough people so it's a small kingdom. <laughs> like, well, that's that's one option, right? But that's just as bad. Like Because then you, you don't own much. Right. Well, you, you're you're just as bad she as, wants as to Cersei would have been. on her balcony looking at the water in the capital well, she thinking, she, I own... She doesn't want to be a Cersei. A, I own everything. Because Cersei know? would gladly... And I think, I think what's going to happen is... So I think the Golden Company... All right. I have this theory, Johnny, that uh, Dario... Uh, Naharis, who just happens to be great at seizing power within um, a system, yeah, with, within really uh, mercenary companies, is like, I mean, I can't imagine that his character is just gone. Like, he's the ultimate Daenerys zealot. So I think he's he, going to run the Second Sons. Yeah. Well, no, I think I think he's going to get or the Golden Company, Golden Company. Yeah, chop off heads like he, he did last runs time. The Second Sons. Yeah, right? he can do that. Yeah, that's that's what he. So if he combined them with the Golden Company, well, and then he's going to he's going to show up, and Cersei's going to be like, great, and then he's going to be like, oh yeah, by the way, breaking our contract. What are you going to do about it? And then she's going to try to burn down King's Landing, and then because hmm. she gladly would. Like and maybe she, she would, will. Yeah. Well, maybe like, that quote applied more to her than even Lord Baelish. That it, she would rather be king of the ashes. You oh, know, she definitely like rather. It should rather be king of the ashes than not be king. If at the all. army gets into the city and is headed towards King's Landing, guarantee you, Cersei's telling Kyburn. Wait, but to, don't to burn you remember season two when like she kind of was pretty close to her death? Yeah. So she thought she had poison she, ready to go. She was going to poison her, uh, uh, what's his and name? And she was getting drunk, and she the was fucking, son. instead of, Tommen. um, 
I guess this is how I, I think you could you could kind of like measure like how honest somebody is yeah. is as they get closer to their death or what they think is their death, who do they become? Mm. And what she became was this weird twisted manipulator for Sansa. She was just like kind of weirdly getting off on being a bully. She was getting yeah. drunk, yeah. and she honestly thought we we like seventy percent chance we're gonna lose the fuck out of this battle. Right, she's like two thirds chance that and we all die. Before I get captured yeah. and like get tortured and raped and all this stuff, I'm just gonna kill myself. Right, and yeah. I, I told this guy in this room to make sure everyone in here is dead before right. any of that. Exactly. I mean, that's what happened. And this did is back then. And this is back so. in season two. No, yeah. I know that's what you did, but I mean, when she was confronting death in that, but she this didn't was... become like the good person who let go of oh, her she's ego. Super cowardly she became though, like a yeah. more of a psycho. And she's way more unhinged at this point than she was then. She is, but she yeah. spent some time in her prison. Best, the only she, the only person she has a connection with hair. is a zombie <laughs> murderer. Yeah. He's not a white. He's a zombie. Well, the, and the, I think there's going to be like a tragic element to it because like the well, whole. Well, maybe that kind of human, the Cersei kind of human, is the only thing that can defeat. Well, the whole the night fucking. Well, the whole king the whole second thing. half of or towards, I mean, essentially last season, Jamie the whole time is trying to get out of the war. He's trying to explain to her like we're not going to win. Well, Jamie, this is the, he's like we might Jamie's as well a, surrender. A decent person, right? Well, and well, they sold us on that. In, in that's seasons why two to three, they like they humanized him a lot. That's right? why. He, that's why. I, I to me, he's. I think he's the most interesting character in the series. You never for that know reason. where he really is, but he. I. I always assume he could betray me if I was thinking like, oh, yeah, he he's a good guy. You yeah. know what? He does the right thing in the end. Like, but then he'll do the wrong thing. Yeah, he'll kill his cousin to escape minutes. prison. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Like he'll do what has but to. But it, it's it's interesting because. Tywin Push thinks children he's out the doing window. what's right. Yeah. But when they his, see him banging his sister. He yeah. didn't even consider it, really. He just no, kind he of decided sorry. it in a moment. No, I he know. He asked how old he it, was. Like, he felt he had an empathetic moment there. He just didn't care. Yeah, he just weighed but the options. I, I and just, he was like, yeah, it's definitely better if I kill I, this kid. I do find uh, it interesting that because Tywin's father, Titus, was a laughing stock and, like, just got... Like walked over by his vassals, and they'd borrow money and like laugh at him when he asked repayment. So, so that's why Tywin became such a tight ass. Yeah, and like was murdered and, and killed all the Castamires and the reigns of Castamir and yeah, all that. Chop off hands. And, and so, when you think about it, though, to his father, he's a he's like a terrible so failure of a son. Like you're just this murder. Like I'm this. Yeah. He's known as I think Titus the jovial or something, or Titus the fun yeah, or something so, like that. Something like but that. He was yeah. a fun. He was a fun guy who enjoyed life, and his son became the guy that was the overlord of like murder and oppression in the world. That probably was a disappointment to him. The same way the idea that Jamie put the health of the 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 planet and or the health of the species of humans in general over his family makes him a failure to his father, but he still thinks he's doing the right. It, it fits in with the whole Lannister um, fuckery, if you will. But yeah, yeah Cersei is totally unhinged, 100% unhinged. She's in love with her zombie She's borderline like the, the Joker level of unhinged. Like, we would rather see... She's gone, yeah. Chaos gone envelop full. everything than not be the well, center Well, because... It. And when Jamie presents the situation to her multiple times where he says, like... I mean, first of all, he argues that, like, we need to fight the dead because if they win, we all die. And sec and he's not willing to make that... And rest, her first thought is, I can't kill these dragons without the dead's help. And the fact that that's well, her yeah, first and she knows thought that of how can I okay win? Well, I'll risk. kill the she's dead okay after taking the risk. they he's kill not. my enemies. 
but yeah. but my Which my feeling sense. that I get is that is that Jamie would be willing to and he probably they probably could get away with this if he went to Tyrion and said, "Look, give us, you know, uh Casterly Rock. We'll, you know, admit defeat. We'll go there. We'll be the lords. We'll swear fealty." And we're all good. And Daenerys would probably definitely agree to that. She would totally say yes to that. And Jamie would be like, "Great, she, let's she, just would, do, she let's might just kill Cersei though. She might." Have but to my point Cersei. being, Cersei would but. never agree to that. Never. Yeah, because she she's the kind of person that and that's enjoys torturing somebody. Well, and, and versus she, like torturing some like even Daenerys I mean, might Bolton enjoyed it because but it he knew how to, to rule. But Cersei also she has been in King's Landing since like episode three of season one. She has not left King's Landing. But I think she's just a she's nihilistic person. She has no code of value. She's not going anywhere. She'll 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 do anything at any time if it seems like what will work for her, you know? Yeah. And she's super obsessed with like having a baby. That's why like she was so protective of Joffrey, even though she was embarrassed by how dumb he was, you know? And even though she knew that they were all gonna die from the prophecy. <laughs> you know the, yeah. the the Maggie the Frog the Witch prophecy, right? And then when she was pregnant again, like she oh, was I was just so, reading, like clearly just so influenced the... by the survival of that. Yeah. You could see that in how she changed her strength. You know, yeah. it was like I, I was I just ha- I'm, to... I'm building the world for this yeah. thing to be born into. Ugh. Ew! I was just listening to this thing about uh, um, Samuel was talking about the the Maesters, and he says Maggie the Frog, specifically, mm-hmm. he, he figured out that it was a mistranslation of Magi, which means like fortune teller and sorcerer. So oh, she's actually, actually was, was you know, a real magician person. Oh. He even says something like, well, when so-and-so rode out to murder her, her magic didn't help. It was like, well, yeah, because she's a, a fortune teller, not like a fire. Right. Doesn't mean you're yeah, Dumbledore. You just because yeah. you can. Doesn't mean you can. Yeah. She's not Doesn't the night you can fight against yeah. swords. Just because you can, yeah. you know, tr- trip out and see. That's the, the thing people like, don't get about what's magic. his name, Howlin <laughs> Reed. What was Howlin Reed's kid again? Who died Jojen. horribly? Jojen. Yeah, like Jojen. Yeah, Jojen dies had horribly. The gift of, of, <laughs> of prophecy, and he dies horribly yeah. on a frozen field somewhere for no reason. Yeah. So, do you guys have any last thought? Uh, well, how do you, how do you guys think Game of Thrones is going to end? Because I and I'm I'm pretty confident in in my prediction of how how it's going to end. Who's going to take the throne? I think it's going to be Daenerys burning it, melting it down. You what think she's she going to turn bad? Into? No, I think she's gonna she's gonna give up uh, power. Do you think she's, she's gonna, gonna, gonna melt it into plowshares? It's gonna be that on the nose. Yeah, it's gonna be something like that where she's like, "Oh, give it to the people to use or some." some but shit here's like that. the thing: I think she's going to be motivated by wanting the throne until she yeah. finally gets it, and in I agree. that moment, I agree. She's going yeah. to realize that that the way out of this is to not have a throne. And remember, ooh, th- I'm glad you mentioned that because that comes back to the warlocks. Thanks. And no, that's actually a really great point, which I'm not used to by you, because if you go back to the the Warlock Temple. That's such a quick way to throw in an insult. Like, I almost didn't pick up on it. I was like, yeah, he's saying about Game of Thrones, words, words, words. So casual. If you go back, and this is expanded upon in the books to uh, in more depth, but they they yeah, you're a fucking idiot. Go on. <laughs> but whenever they're this explicit at keeping details like this in the show, it means it's important. So when you get that that scene where she's in the Iron Throne room and it's snowing and it's destroyed, yeah. right? And she goes to like reach to the Iron Throne, she's about to touch it, and then she she doesn't touch it. 
she turns away. And I think that's a prophecy that, you know, she's going to mm. have the chance to that take in it. In her mind, it's all the motivation to get yes. there. But then she's she going to get, she's gonna get there and she's going to say it's once not Once she it's not has worth it, it, yeah. there's, it there, right. there's nothing then, you know? Right. What am I going yeah. to do? To be a ruler of that big of an area yeah. requires and, and, the thing that will destroy it. And then for how long? Oh, until my insane incest son, like, burns down the country, you know, because I banged my nephew. I'm going to die one day, right? Yeah. And so, like, do you think it'll be an insane incest son? I don't think so. I think the no. I think she, I think no. I think it's the baby that the fucking Night King a, wants. A whole new dynasty. <laughs> I think it's the I think it's the successor to the Night King. He's trying to find his next next in kin too. All right, I don't know what the hell that is about. No, but Tyrion I got you, is their I, kid. I got a theory. You know that theory, right? <laughs> I mean, someone had a theory on YouTube that I heard Johnny? <laughs> is that it's Tyrion. What's Tyrion? Tyrion is. No, he's oh, small. How does it go again? So remember, she gave birth to her Caldrogo baby. Yeah, and it was like a malformed zombie thing. Yeah, we don't know if that's true though. We don't know if that's we true, have right? Miriam Miraz, whatever witch, and that bitch doctor. is dead. Yeah, yeah, she's no, dead as there, fuck. There's, there's an online theory weird. that yeah, she was weird. That it was like a malformed child because she was trying to actively kill it, but she couldn't, so she just like kind of expelled it. And it turned, it switched places with uh, the Mad King, Aerys Targaryen's rape child that he had with Tywin Lannister's wife. What do you mean it switched? So, so the one theory is that Tywin Lannister's wife was <laughs> raped by Aegon, and that's why Tywin left the capital and went oh, to right. Casterly Rock. And Tyrion is the malformed child of that that right oh so when event. when tywin so that, that's Tyrion, why it's it's not only that even though the only but he still looks out for him and tries to help him but he hates him and wants to kill him because it's because a bad it, life memory for him it's too. a piece of his wife his dead wife and right. she probably made him promise it's, to protect it's some severus snape type shit and he can ba- it's, yeah, yeah severus snape yeah. exactly it's a He's weird barely hanging on to the thread of like holding true to something well, but he knows deep down he'd be better off without it or whatever. Well, it's probably I it's could this, see, I could see that being a situation where like you know like she gives birth to Tyrion and like as she's dying she's like oh you must like raise our son and like that right. supposedly Tywin's like one concession to happiness in his entire life kind of like was John, his love for his wife kind of like um, so like you could so, see why like even though he hates Tyrion because it's like not really a son and like he's like well he's my wife would want me to keep him alive even though he just kind of like, like Ned Stark to- protecting Jon Snow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But so that's one theory, yeah. right? So the other theory is that really since the Mad King was like so mad and deranged by then that his he would have given birth to a stillborn like dragon-esque spawn and that the really what she or or whatever a dead child. But so with the mad uh or the uh the the witch what's her name? Ms. Maram Mazari the one from the end of the first movie, yeah. uh, first season, first book. Yeah, Miriam Mraz. That check. Bullshit. So she switches the the babies. She I don't know if she has time. That kind of hold power. on, she opens a time tunnel. Okay, well, she why sw- didn't you hold open on? Hear me out. That's alliteration. She time switches. Tunnel, she switches the the Tyrion baby with the Caldro the Tywin baby with the Caldrogo baby, and Tyrion is really Daenerys's kid, but sent back in time <laughs> so that he's actually older than her now. So they can't bang, but they can be friends because they're related. 
I was waiting for you to hang up that whole time. <laughs> no, that's a real theory. I'm not doing the hang up game this episode. You guys go in. I'm done hanging up. I decide. I'm over. Oh, that's so something man. somebody would I like, say. I like how both hands, up. both hands in place. Oh, his see? feet. Where are his feet? He's <laughs> leaning back. <laughs> He's reaching with his foot. <laughs> uh, no, really. Um, I'm I'm done with it. We did that. We started doing it so we could we would police ourselves to make our episodes not three hours long and we've gotten good at it we just yeah. know to start hanging up at it you think we in. can handle it without so, a hang-up game yeah all right let's let's actually see what will happen um, see like you were just episode. like oh he's gonna hang up on us we're in an hour and seven <laughs> this is about when we start doing that so <laughs> we've we've got it figured out we don't need to be jerks to each other anymore we can just wrap it up. Actually, wrap it See, up. See, like okay, I we, don't know we, if what you're saying is reasonable or if this is all part of your shtick. <laughs> Could be. Look, a big the problem ploy. is it might You'll be both. Know. That's exactly what someone oh. who was trying to fool me would say. Yeah. You never know. All right. So I think is that all our predictions, or do you guys have any uh, other thoughts? Oh, I, I'm saying one of the predictions is that that the Night King needs a successor, and that because mm, he no. can see through time, that successor is the baby of Jon Snow and Daenerys. No, that's nonsense. He'll turn that. Thing, I'm glad you tried. Turn that thing's eyes blue. Why is that nonsense? He needs a successor because you and he needs it to have strong blood, like Targaryen blood and Stark blood. I mean, these are great words you're using, Luke. That seems like great. a pretty popular theory today. On what? YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the gym watching Game of Thrones videos. Yeah. Um, I actually worked out really hard today because like... Yeah, all right. Now we're not talking about Game of Thrones. We're done. I don't <laughs> no, care I just about mean, your Game workout. of Thrones makes me like... It, I mean, it could, you know, it's like porn on one angle, but it also is just like it brings out like, yeah, like I could fight in a war, like you know, like uh, all those, all those like, <laughs> test- like the well, because it's the might is right that alpha testosterone driven, like yeah, give me a sword, I can do this. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the hardest part can't. of my day is like dealing with a shitty kid, you know, and just being yeah. like, oh, this kid's annoying. Like the hardest part of their day was like, oh, I have to kill someone before they kill me. Right, and they I had might to be take a zombie. A, I had to take a beer away from a drunk Englishman yesterday, and he was like, Uh-oh. ah, fine. I was like, yeah, that's about the reaction. Well, probably because that, like the first <laughs> like, time that happened to him, he argued fine. a lot, but he realized that, like, you know, it's always yeah. better to comply in those he's situations. Lost, he's lost enough of those arguments. If somebody's that point, saying, hey, yeah. can I take that beer from you? They're not it's really always... asking one and two. They're doing it for a reason because you fucked up. <laughs> and they're probably doing it for a much better reason than you have a counter reason to. Yeah. I, I always feel like a drug dealer when I have to take a beer away from someone over 50. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, they should be giving me guidance in life. Oh, dude, it's so funny. I, I was tutoring. Uh, I'm like, you can't have this. Right I, I was, tutor- and, I was tutoring and, somebody who was, who was like a, he's probably in his late 50s. And as soon as I sit down with them, I, I have that reaction where I'm just like, shouldn't this guy know more than me? Like, he's, you know, twice my age. Well, I this don't guy think... couldn't stand up without leaning on the bar. So it's like, you can't have this beer. No, that's what I mean. It's just kind of weird when, when you, you meet I people like say, that. It's I like, have... of course, like, knowledge is, you know, specialized. No, I, I and, have to say I have you know, conversations you have and... with, with um, 45, 50, 55, that range of, like, I, I have a lot. age shaming. I have, like, four or five adult <laughs> piano students, right? And what what I find is that like do you drink wine with them? Like there are a lot of things they don't know that like have just you know I've in, I've encountered. <laughs> yeah, what, do you drink wine with them, Luke? Oh no no that that one's long gone. 
by the way, what was that? For af- after what? five messages, um, she finally stopped hitting me up. And yeah. I forgot. What? The- oh, I you haven't didn't keep teaching her for the cast. I'm disappointed. I have an update, by the way. Of her? No, I got another <laughs> alert from the same app that I got the student yeah. with her same name <gasps> who's searching for lessons again. So now she's out on the prowl again. She shot well, over me. Fresh account. Um, I don't even know what to tell the listener who clicked on this for Game of Thrones. But I had like a weird stalker student who tried to offer me wine a bunch of times. It was creepy. Who's also in her sixties? Yeah, she was sixty-five. I'm twenty-nine. So, <laughs> so anyways, of, uh, you call it your Game of Thrones. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't seen uh, Game of Thrones, uh, we ruined it. And if you have seen Game of Thrones, um, we maybe wait, enlightened I, you. I, I had no, a question that I forgot still. to ask you, Joe. Yeah. For because I, uh, I, I would think too, the majority okay. of people. <laughs> Fuck you. No, if you could just be quiet for a second, Johnny, that'd be good. Thanks. Uh, oh, um, okay. I've, I've only. I've if read you could shut your and mouth and your privilege, much, that'd be yeah, great. I'm the piece of shit. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's say for uh, so, someone like me or like most of the people I know that are into this show have not read it. Yeah. What would you say is like the, um, like you know, less than a minute, like what what they're missing from the books vibe oh that's a that's a really good question i would say that what you're probably missing is the unadulterated not necessarily brutality and johnny i'd be curious if you agree with this but i think honesty and and more bareness of it so if you look at a character like Tyrion, for example right one of my favorite characters in the show i mean great character in general just for lots of reasons in the books though so much more complicated so much more complex there's so many moments, especially... You, you get more inside his head. And you get more inside of his head in terms of nuance. Well, where the chapters the, are written in the character's point of view. Right. So but but even in terms yeah. of the character himself, like in the show, he's a good guy. In the books, he's a good guy, but that line is much finer. Like there are definitely moments where he's he's very he's cynical. Conflicted too. Yeah, and he's very conflicted. Like So as, as a very brief example, uh, when he kills Shay in... Yeah. The show, she attacks him in the show. You know show. she's a Turkish porn star? I've heard. She oh. attacks him with a knife in the show. In the books, he just straight up strangles her to death. Like she's yeah. so hurt. Which yeah. is a way and, and, more and, and, intense and way to kill her. It's way darker, she, yeah. She kind of freezes up. Yeah. And, she doesn't attack I mean, him in the books. So he, like Yeah. Like she he yeah, he kind of It's just, way more murderous. And and so that's my point. And even like like physically, like, you know, uh Tyrion in the show pretty good looking guy in the in the books he's supposed to be hideous looking like absolutely yeah, like he's ugly to start with and, and is the idea that most of his nose Shea, like really no, no, no. talk to him well in the in the early bo- for his character in the books from his point of view he i think he really does think that she's in love with him but it's clear that she's not like oh in the show they make it seem like she is she's not in the books i don't think so johnny no. do you I- uh, Wait, yeah. my read I, I on the, the show books, is she's it's, 100% in love with him. Yeah. I think it's the same in both in that she is trying to survive over everything. Yeah. Like, she latches no, but on I, to him because it's got a way the, to survive. I got the genuine And so when her. Tywin says, I'm killing him, I'll bang you and give you enough gold that you can disappear, she's like, okay, I'm doing that then. And then when right. she's confronted by him in the books, she's just, uh, she is somewhat ashamed because she, like, likes him somewhat. She doesn't want him to die. Right, she's not, that a, she's not she inherently kinda, evil. She's apologizing, I think, <coughs> when he goes to choke her. Yeah, like, and he, he just chokes her. He doesn't really try to stop her. Like she's so overwhelmed, he kind of it, it's kind of yeah. easy for him. 
I mean, it's life but, is just hard. And he also has I, no I nose you, in the in the books. Uh, yeah, he has like, no he has nose, a, and he has a bad scar. He has a badass bad scar in the show. He just has and no nose. And his eyes are his eyes yeah. are like one is bit, way bigger than the other too. I think in the books. Yeah, one is green with, and the other different color. Black. I think. So it, they picked Peter Dinklage, who's like you know probably more attractive than any of us on this podcast. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. And one of the more attractive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Luke. We'll wait. Actors I've seen. Anyways. <laughs> So, so I started uh, that sentence as a joke, knowing I could finish it, and you can't tell me I was telling a joke except so, that I admitted so, it. So I would say that's the main difference. Like if you read the <laughs> books, that you you can get what? more out of it in terms of the, the would, yeah the raw yeah. brutality of it. Would you agree? I, I mean, he asked you, not me. So my opinions <laughs> shit, but I would have to agree, and I would just say more simply, uh, the books give more depth to the yeah the story. Uh, and I think if you're a Game of Thrones fan books, on TV, then you I mean, probably I'm still are talking, into but depth. That's cool, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna f- hang up on me, piece of shit. No, uh, it's just the the books. At least the first three or four seasons, it it really will help inform it. And if you're that yeah, nuts that you've rewatched, I know people who rewatch the whole show each season. So wait, wait, wait. This is the eighth time you've watched the first season, and like, yep. I was like, that's a lot. You and you've never read any of the books. Like, nope. It's like you seen the first season eight yeah, times. Like, you should read dude, the first book. Spend some of that you time will enjoy it. Book. Also, well, the f- no, that, there's nothing wrong with watching TV. I just say like you'll enjoy it. It's that's more what than I mean. Rewatching like, yeah. the same. Also, thing. the first three books are by far the best, and I would say the third book is the best among those. The fourth book is kind of garbage, and the fifth book's kind of eh. It's the fifth book's all right. But the first three I would are the go, best. So they're in I would season go, nine yeah, of two, Seinfeld. Three, one. They, they end I, I think I would go two, three, one, five, four for me. That's fine. Or three, two, one. I would I would go three, th- one, two. I would five, go four. I would probably go three yeah, I would go like three, two, one or three, one, two, five, four. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, three was really good. Three's really good. Three's are you the guys best robots me. talking to each other? I'm confused. If you've read the books, you would know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like, share, and subscribe. But four was just like a bridge book. And then five, I was, four was really garbage. Four. I waited so long for this. The, four was kind, five. The forward to book four is an apology by George R. R. Martin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because Which, it was he couldn't. It was supposed to be one book, and it was uh, too long. So he put all the crap in the fourth one, and then the fifth one has the cool stuff like Tyrion. The cool stuff. Yeah, the fifth <laughs> is a good half of a book. The fourth has some good stuff, but it's also book. very derivative. Interesting. Like, there's a lot. Of we gotta do a whole cast on Good Omens next too. Ooh, let's do that. Did you finish reading that, Luke? It was really good. Piece of shit. I didn't start I fin- reading. I fin- <laughs> Luke's I just heard about week. this now. I was, I was going to uh, ask. I'm almost I was, done. What, what, do you, what is your advice to somebody who like goes to read a book at home and they get like half a page in and then they go like do cocaine in the bathroom and then vacuum the is house that, or something? Is that something? what you did instead of reading No, I'm just good saying omens? like that kind of like, you know. Uh, uh, okay, don't yeah, do I would, cocaine. I would try. I would, no, 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 not, not that. You got to give helpful <laughs> advice. I would try switching <laughs> to green tea. <laughs> you probably take a few like, weeks. Like replace the cocaine with green tea? Yeah, I mean, slowly over time, so that way, because if you're addicted to doing green tea ten times a day, you can probably read. Okay, so anyway, oh, you're probably just really calm and you smell funny, right? Which is way I'm better. I'm sure if than you cocaine. have ten cups of green tea a day, you're going to smell different. You're probably also going to get sick. That's like a lot of green tea. It's a lot of plant liquid. That's a lot of plant liquid too. So, anyways, thank you for listening sucks. to our Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones episode. Uh, if you like this episode, God help you. Um, <laughs> if you uh, have any theories of your own, comments of your own, please share those with us uh, and like, share, and subscribe in and general. And next week, we're going to have um, the creator, uh, WB Weiss, on. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's and, gonna stop um, by. He want, he. I mean, he, he. He may be here. He may. He may or be may here. Not. He well, may he, be coming. He, to he the said studio. he's. He said he's. He's hoping to. We're definitely getting lunch, but like. Yeah. Um, yeah so we'll see. We we'll can't see. make any promises. So but keep we're an eye try. out for that. Yeah. Um. Or if it's not him, it'll just be an episode of me and Johnny in a hotel room talking about stinky bathrooms. Is that, that what you guys talked about while uh, I was that's sick? That's the that's the episode oh, yeah. on cue. But we're gonna put this Game of Thrones one out first. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So cool. thank, thanks for listening. <laughs> and, hey, this uh, is the first episode. Let's call this the hang up tie because we, we won't hang up. We'll say goodbye like mutually assured. Mutually hang up assured. Or yeah. Oh, but well, before I mean, we do that, Johnny, so I did brutal. have one more point to make. About. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you got me. Uh, I guess somebody has to hang up first. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Maybe we'll do another one as the season starts, the final season of Game of Thrones. But thanks for listening. If we missed any theories or we messed one up or you have a new one and you need to get it out there, hit us up. Let us know. Like, share, subscribe. Thanks for listening to the Thunk's Tank. Thunk Tank. Thunk's Tank? Thunkus Tankus Maximilis. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? It, it doesn't feel good though because I know like, I feel dirty. <laughs> he kind of said, "Yeah, go ahead," in this like depressed voice. I know it's like in Game of Thrones where it's just like, "Kill me already." Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's well, that's like when no somebody fun. says, "Kill me," just make it fast, and you see that yeah. they really mean it. They think, yeah, in the moment close to their death, they're like, "Well, it's on like, this one tree of the timeline, I yeah. continue to exist, and it's brutally yeah. hard." It's like when Stannis and on the other one, Brienne I die Stannis. And, no and problems. Brienne finds Stannis and he's like, you know, bleeding to death by the tree. And she's just like, he's he's like, oh, like, you know, uh, Ramsey's got like a woman fighting for him. And she's like, I don't fight for Ramsey. I'm here to avenge the death of, you know, your brother who you murdered with ghost magic. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, all right, do your duty. That's his last words. He's like, all right, go ahead. Do your duty. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, well, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. You know? It's it's the next step on my timeline kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, there's it's not like there's a way out of this and this You know, is even Jamie had Brienne kind of saved Jamie right oh, when yeah, he got definitely. his hand cut off. Yeah. And he was turning kind of hopeless. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? And he was purposely not eating and purposely not drinking water. Yeah. So as to just like let himself die basically, get yeah. weak enough to die. And she kind of talked him out of it. Oh yeah, you know? big time. And it, it, it's just cool to see that, that that's just like a, a psyche decision and like a universe like Game of Thrones convinces most people to, to just be like hopeless. It's like, why would I try? Everyone dies. Everything sucks. Even if you have the perfect like Ned Stark marriage and have five really cool kids. Yeah. They die. You die. Everyone dies. They try to fight for good and they die anyways. You know, like th- th- that's the message of life basically for most of history. So, I think this show captures that pretty well. So I think this was a really fun episode. <laughs> of Stunk Tank or of Game of Thrones? Either or. Either or. So, uh, yeah, thanks All for right. joining us. And we'll I think s- I stole your shoe somehow. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but we need to stop. <laughs> Bye. So, and, and enjoy uh, season, season eight. See we'll- you on the other side of season eight. Yeah, we'll recap after. Will we? Probably. All right, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Did you hit stop? No.